Watch podcast where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May and with me is... I'm John. Hey John, how's it going? It's going great. Season three. Season three, episode four, All in the Family. La Familia. Yes, and this is a very family heavy episode. Let's dive on in. Let's do it. We get to Rita's house where Dex is contemplating growing up and like how the last episode had a kind of cheesy motif the whole time. Yeah. The This one, we kicked the lions out. Yes. Scar style. Threw right. them off and watched them get uh, uh, eaten by hyenas. Okay. <laughs> and now we're dealing with actors. That's right. Acting. And Acting. A, a bit of a, yeah. So there's that motif. And Dex is contemplating growing up with Deb and playing different characters. But what I really want to talk about are Cody and Aster's shitty lightsabers. Like yes. the kinds that you would get as a kid because you couldn't afford the yes. real ones. Oh my god, I had those. <laughs> of course. Dex and Rita tell the kids about the baby. And they're like, listen to this. And Dex kind of bungles it up. My goodness. He doesn't have a lot of tact in this first scene. Yeah. Well, and it, you really got to... You got to coax a kid into it. It's a bit of a, a, an adult you could go up to, boom, here's the information. They can process it. A kid, you got to kind of coax them into it a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I love Rita, like, trying to backtrack a little bit. Like, oh, well, what he's saying is that you're going to have a little brother or sister. And Cody's saying, I would rather have a puppy. And Dex, you can have both. We'll give you a thousand puppies. Oh, my God. And Rita. The look is like the most mom look that every mom we've seen. All of that looks on our moms exchange, you know, to the partner. And just like, we need to fucking talk about this. Yep. No. Well, and they can't get a dog anyway because their neighbor would just steal their dog. Because they stole hers in season one. And then just lock them up in the the yard. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Well, and it's interesting because... Aster has trouble with them being unmarried, and Dex had never thought about it before. And when we know that, we understand that this was supposed to be camouflage or a cover. He was never thinking long term. No. No, of course not. And so, of course, he's just like, oh, that makes sense. You want to do it? (sighs) This is not a decision that we're going to make today. And that is the end of that conversation, says Rita. She chastises Dex for the half-assed proposal, and we get to Miguel Prado's barbecue, where uh, Miguel and Ramon are arguing in the background as Rita was like, hey, more chastising about that shitty proposal. Yes. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? And she gets into it. She's like, people don't get married because it makes sense. And she married Paul for the baby. and She's not yeah. going to do that again. You get a little bit more of Rita's side, which is nice. It's wonderful. And... Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful point of view that that she's giving to, and it really speaks to again what we were saying in the last episode, like how secure she is, you know. And she's yeah, no, I'm I'm only going to do this if it's real. Yeah, and being a husband and a father, those are two very different things, and I don't want both unless it's real. And it's beautifully said, Rita. Well done. Ramon bails, and Miguel wants to tell Ramon about Freebo. Oh, dear. And Dex is like, maybe we don't. Maybe maybe we can just not tell our friends everything. Yeah. And I, I do feel like this is a very high school or maybe middle school problem of 
you confide something into a friend and they're like, oh, I'll just tell people. And, you know, close friends or whatever, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit of like a please don't, or even elementary school style of you tell someone who you have a crush on. And then they're like, oh, I'll tell this person. You're like, don't fucking tell anybody. Please don't. Don't. Those are my secret secret. You can't tell everyone. Yeah, and it's just Miguel and Dexter in the in the playground, and Dexter's just like, hey, please don't tell your friend about the guy I killed. And he's like, Konyo, it would make you so popular. <laughs> you have no idea. You would be the most popular kid in school. And he's like, no, don't tell them that I did that. Please yeah. don't tell Miguel them. is like, you're uncomfortable enough with me knowing. Telling Ramon is asking too much. I get it. And then we cut to Aster not letting Carlos play in the cabin. And yelling at Dexter, you're not my father! Which, you know, is about time. Again, it makes total Mm -hmm. sense, the progression of everyone's character. And it's, you know, we already heard at the beginning of this season, like, yeah, Aster is is getting a little bit older. We're we're seeing some, some attitude. On a side note, I do like that Aster is roughly around the same age as Deb when she yelled at Dex. Being like, you're not my brother. So I like that there's just something preteen angsty about yes. dealing with shit and having low-hanging fruit you can lob at people. <laughs> yes, fully agree. Well done. We get to a crime scene where there's a distraught fiancé, and Deb gets a Yuki text and goes to talk to Quinn, who turns out not only has a nice watch, yes. but has a really nice car. So, huh. hmm, suspicious. Quinn has more hair so that it's not a buzz cut anymore. He has just enough hair. Yes. And I already like him like five times more. Same. Yeah. And it also helps that he is just, he's really good with talking to witnesses. I like the idea that they couldn't introduce this story element for Quinn until he had a better a look. Yeah. Like they, they like kind of Game of Thrones pilot style. They filmed this scene already oh, yeah. with Quinn and he was bald and everyone was like, boo. And they're like, we got to wait till he has hair. And because yeah. I was fully on board with this guy. Super charming. I'm trusting him too much. Also, Ooh. Deb isn't getting anywhere with the fiance. So Quinn steps in and I just like his big shamrock tattoo on his left arm. Oh my God. I didn't notice. It's a very bro tattoo. That is amazing. That is. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, what a fucking bro. Yeah, I'm for it. <laughs> Dex ponders it. if Quinn should propose to Rita for him. Yeah. <laughs> because he seems to be the witness whisperer. Yes. <gasps> Yay! We get to the hotel. We haven't been here in so long. It has been a long time. I say none of season two. I, no, I don't think that's correct. What you're thinking of is Rita coming home in her hotel outfit. That's it. To Gail. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay then. Yep, we're back at the hotel after not being there since season one. Yeah, and Rita's in the bathroom having morning sickness and arguing with Aster, and her boss keeps knocking on the door. Why isn't Aster in school? She's not, she doesn't have enough money to have a cell phone. I uh-huh. really doubt that at this stage, Aster would have a cell phone. So what the fuck is going on? That's a good question. All right. It's out of my system. <laughs> You're fine. I just take truancy very seriously. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't go to a single class in senior year. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Rita deals with a Karen and calls her a bitch. And we're oh, all on board. Oh, it was satisfying. Well, and it's nice seeing a Karen, you know. Yes. A beginning of the Karen sunrise, if you will. Aha, uh-huh, yes. 
in that, yeah, it was just like, that's a Karen. Oh, and it fits perfectly. God damn it. And or the fiance that was, or sorry, new husband that was with her too is like, well, I'm pretty sure the brochure said sun- sunrise. Well, also, it, it did seem like the, the guy was a little bit older and she was a little bit younger. Yeah. And it was, yeah, anyway. It's um, just, ooh, a cliche couple. And yeah, Rita fucking called her a bitch. But the best part of the scene is that her boss is like, Rita, this is the second time this week. It keeps happening. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. Good yes. for you, Rita. Like, why haven't we been, why Why are we dealing with Batista's sad hooker issues oh. when we can look at Rita just yelling at hotel customers? It'd <laughs> be amazing. I would like to see that. But yeah, it is. I love that we, yeah, Rita losing her temper. We really have not seen much of that. At all. I would say the closest we got to was when Rita got the call about Paul dying in prison. Yes. And kind of calls Dexter out. Yes. I would say that's honestly the close. Oh, well, and well, the whole Gale. Yeah, all of Gale. Okay. But that I'm one. I'm not good at memories. But the, <laughs> neither am I. But no, that, those two were very particular circumstances. This one is just. Oh, just a person. It's just having to deal with shit and you're pregnant and your boyfriend's not fully on board yet like yeah she's dealing with some shit and fucking hell if she just told her boss that she was pregnant i don't know if she didn't well her boss kept saying that like well you keep taking frequent breaks and calling in sick if she knew that she was pregnant i don't one you can't fire somebody because right. they're pregnant. i i don't think it's because of that i think that it i think that rita has a chaotic enough life mm. i mean she's always dropping the kids off the colleens i think that if this was going to be a problem because of her pregnancy yeah we would have seen another scene at the hotel establishing that i think that rita has always kind of been a handful as a single mom mm. sometimes she's riding the bus sometimes she has a jesus car we've seen it break down like, she has a very chaotic life. How many times have we had people being like, we need to, we need you to pick up your kids? Like, there's, there's enough there that I could get behind that. I just, it does feel, because maybe I'm trusting the hotel too much. It does, it feels like bullshit if she's getting fired for pregnancy. So I don't think that's what it is. Well, I just think that if they knew that well, she was pregnant, we, we that, don't they know that they would at least work with her. We don't know that they don't. I don't, I don't see any reason why Rita wouldn't have told them. Yeah. And I, I think that they were just like, no, we do need someone at the front desk. Yeah. It's, I don't I don't like okay. that whole situation, and I'm glad that she's out of there, honestly. I'm right, glad that yeah. she's not there. Just to be clear, it's not about the pregnancy. I yeah, just think okay. it's about her work ethic that, yeah, it hasn't gotten better from pregnancy, but I also would say that it probably wasn't amazing beforehand. She always did her best, but, you know, Rita has problems. Yeah, it's a sticky situation. But you know what? I'm glad that she's out of the well, hotel. And another thing, too, think about how long the show has been going for and yeah. how long she's been having problems with Paul and everything before. This really has been about, like, it's a year and a half. It's certainly under two years. Yeah. So this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But she no longer works at the hotel. So Ramon is at his secret spot. Dex comes in for a delivery. And he's like, oh, this is your secret spot. And Ramon's like, fucking not anymore. And Dex is batting this beehive like a kid who thinks it's a pinata. He's just <laughs> fucking going to town on it. 
Be like, Miguel's worried about you. I know I spent time with your son. You know, all this shit. And I love the line of like, I just happened to be there when Miguel needed somebody. And he's like, dude, can you um, <clears throat> can you just back off a little bit? Right. And Dex is like, oh, well, my mom died. I get how it's feeling. And it's interesting because I almost feel like that was a branch. Because Ramon, one, I don't know if Miguel knows about that. Two, Dexter's like, I know how it feels. Yeah. And Ramon's like, and I'm like, okay, dude, but like dead murdered mother compared to dead murdered brother. Come on. No. It's It's it's, very comparable is what I'm saying. Yeah. And Miguel. A close family member being killed. Come on. And then all shit breaks loose when Dex tells him that, well, when Miguel accepted his loss, he's like, hey, fuck you. He hasn't accepted shit. And my favorite thing, because I think it was the most insulting, was at the end of it. As Dexter's leaving, he's like, hey, tell Carlos I said howdy. And it really felt like just to twist the knife more. I don't know why, but it worked. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I know. I wrote that line down, too. I loved it so much. It's, it's, it's his cadence of it, too. I completely agree. Back at Miguel's office, LaGuerta shows up to talk about Chicky Hines. And Miguel distracts, shall we say, by being like, yeah, you know, James Dokes was a hard pill to swallow for all of us. Ooh. LaGuerta's like, what the fuck? But I'm saying, good lawyer. Bad yeah. person, baby. Bad ethical moment. Yes. Good lawyering. That's right. When that's what makes you a good lawyer. <laughs> Back at the briefing room, Deb is complaining about fiance Fiona. And mm-hmm. uh, Batista shuts that down immediately. He's like, hey, it's not easy learning to know you're alone in the world. And it's like, Jesus wow. Christ, Batista. Yeah, he, he brings down that whole room. They're all looking awkwardly at each other. Masuka comes to give everyone a ticket to his keynote address, and everyone bails, and everyone has an excuse except for Dex. Yeah. And Dex even says he's chosen the role of court jester, and we only like him when he makes us laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah, it's tough being the, the clown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> has anyone ever seen <laughs> A sad clown. <laughs> a sketch artist finishes up with fiance Fiona. Deb uh, prods her further. The fiance starts to break. Quinn comes in with a coffee and is like, hey, 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 hey. We'll talk. Come talk to me. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to each other about some stuff. At Rita's house, uh, Rita is super pregnant sick. And oh, it looks Rita, miserable. It does. Rita's thinking about begging for her job back, which is like humiliating. And also like, you don't even like that job. Right, go find another one. Get it out of here. But Rita makes a good point about getting a new job, but she's going to have to have maternity leave soon, and it's it's a sticky situation. It's a rough one. But Dex is like, can we get married? Like, I could totally cover the cost of all of this. I got insurance. I got, oh, 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 okay. No, too much. This is too much. There's a nice way to do that. Yeah, and she says no to his second botched proposal <laughs> deb meets up with anton and they talk guitars 20 dollars guitars yeah uh, deb comes to unwind Jalax and vent about quinn and anton's like yeah i don't know if he's a good guy or not but he gave me a chance and i like him ish yes enough uh, so if you wanted to know what batista was doing at this exact moment <gasps> i could definitely give you in detail what he's doing oh, he's dear. at a hotel room with a prostitute see uh-huh. and, well the prostitute is like she sees his badge, and then she shows him hers. Ooh. And she's like, Jasmine, don't take shit. Get the fuck out. And saves his ass, but... Wow. Yeah. 
professional courtesy, so to speak. So to speak. Uh, back at Dexter's apartment, Miguel is there, and hey! Dex told him about the terrible marriage proposals. And Dex called Miguel over yeah! for advice. So a little bit of friendship is bonding. Ador- adorable. They're just a couple of buds having buds. Buds having buds bonding over botched marriage proposals. There's your title. <laughs> I, uh, and Dex is like, oh, I uh, ran into Ramon last night. And Miguel's like, I know, it was awesome. We had a great heart-to-heart. Things are really cool. He gave you two thumbs up. And <laughs> Dex is like, I, uh, this isn't working, but no. Miguel still thinks Ramon is ready, and I got to do something else. Back at the precinct the next day, Masuka tries to bribe Ramos with a ticket and a donut. And I love how even LaGuerta's like, no. <laughs> oh, she just walks right by, doesn't say anything. <laughs> it might have been because Quinn was there. And she's used to just walking by Quinn. Yeah. But, yeah, it was that same cadence the, at the very least. Uh-huh. LaGuerta talks to Batista about the Chicky Hines alibi. And she's pondering something that we'll get to. Mm. And Misuku goes to fucking uh, vent to Quinn. Being like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why wouldn't they want to support me? Yeah. And Quinn's just, you're the foulest person I've ever met. He's like, I'm funny. Yeah, you can be, but sometimes that's all people see. And you know what? You got him. You, he, he got him right there, like to the T. And, and sometimes it's really nice to have someone that can be that honest with you. And it, it was good to see, it was really good to see Masuka understand why people don't have respect for him. It's... Gold chains and shamrock tattoos aside, yeah. Quinn does seem to know his shit. There it is. <laughs> it's very good. Um, and yeah, back at the briefing room, Detective Barbara Gianna <gasps> comes to see Batista and is like, so should I turn you in? Because I think I'm going to turn you in. I woke up today and I'm like, I'm going to turn in this guy because you're kind of a piece of shit. And uh... Batista basically just takes the last two and a half years yeah. Of, that we've seen of just shit and being like, I destroyed my marriage. I lost my little girl off screen because what's that about? Maybe she's just getting older. Well, we, we, we did know about a custody battle. Right. But a little, I mean, that, that was a while ago. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I, I took that more as I lost my little girl as she's doing other stuff. You know what? And you're right. Last season when he took Ari to the beach. Because he doesn't normally get her on weekends. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so that could be it. That anyway, could be it. Anyway. But I destroyed my marriage. I lost my little girl. I'm a divorced cop halfway down the road to a full-blown cliche, which feels like I like it. It does feel a little bit like um, writers coming in to kind of do some damage control with yeah. Batista. To be like, let's hang this lampshade right here. Here. Yes. Because, uh, yes, for those of you that may not know, hanging a lampshade on something is where the writers address something that maybe the audience would address, and having addressed it, it eases the audience's minds and they can accept it. Yes, exactly. So, Instead of blaming the show for its cliches, it addresses its cliches and owns it. And there you go. Yeah. So maybe this is the writers subtly trying to be like, eh, maybe we're, we need to give Batista some more shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good for him. Oh, it was a beautiful little speech. Oh, it made me so sad. His, like, fighting loneliness speech. I just need to connect with someone who wouldn't hurt me back. If this was was post-2015, we could have done this over Tinder. But (laughs) I'm I'm stuck in 2008. How do I have Poon that isn't hookers? (laughs) 
Well, I guess he is really good at going to the club, but those yes. people could hurt him. See, there we go. <gasps> there it is. We've oh. come full circle like him. Keep your dick in your pants, Batista, and we're good. There we go. So she seems to be okay with that for now. But don't zip that dick up yet. Oh. Because that dick is in the elevator, and he is charging at La Guerta. His name is Ramon. There it is. And he goes straight for her, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Batista's like, all right, can you, um, <clears throat> yeah, let's, let's, let's. Do this in the nice way. Yeah, you're coming on a little strong, Ramon. Ramon is like, they have a thousand anonymous tips that Freebo is still in town. And Dex is just like leaning like, ha, 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 ha. <gasps> oh, no. Did I not leave my name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. LaGuerta's just, you need to leave now. And LaGuerta is like, can you tell Miguel Prado about this? Because I'm fucking sick of the Prados today. I don't blame her. We get to Dexter's angry place. Where he's inside, and his first line is, maybe I should call Rita with an anonymous tip to marry me. <laughs> and you have, you have Deb enter, and Dex yeah. suits her up, and he has her hit the mannequin, and it looks like fiancé Fiona might be the killer. Yeah. They also discuss a little bit how emotionally unavailable they are to people, something they could work on. It was a nice little bonding moment. Which gets us to Deb's interrogation of fiancé Fiona, and how... All of Jack's friends have never heard of you. Ooh. That picture is mega photoshopped. Yeah. This uh, fiance Fiona is just less crafty Lila. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Deb yells at fiance Fiona until asked to leave by Quinn. And uh, Dex and Deb continue to watch via monitor and they're both entranced for two different reasons. Yes. <laughs> uh, Deb doesn't like being Quinn's pawn. For yeah. good cop, bad cop, she wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. And Dex is in awe that Fiona is not acting. Yeah. She fully believes in what she's saying. And that's crazy to him. And also, Deb gets another Yuki text. Oh, my God. Yuki just won't shut the fuck up this whole, se- this whole, this whole episode. refuses to be ignored. <laughs> that's right. La Guerta uh, takes a stop over at Ellen Wolf's house, that other lawyer. And yeah. Ellen has ganache frosting eclairs, cupcakes? Cupcakes. Cupcakes. And also her office house, office house? Yeah. Looks so cool. It is a nice place. She feels like the cool aunt. A thousand percent. LaGuerta brings Ellen the Chicky Hines alibi. He's like, here you go. And Ellen just, mm, so I've never gotten a freebie. What's going on? Misa confused. She goes full Jar Jar. Oh, God. What's that happening? Okay. Oh, no. And, yeah, she's, uh, LaGuerta's like, yeah, it's not about Miguel. It's about what's doing, it's about doing what's right. Yeah. And uh, Ellen Wolf pulls out a scotch. So now LaGuerta gets her own lawyer best friend. Yay! And I love Ellen Wolf. Fucking ganache cupcakes and scotch. I like her, too. That's a good combo. Right? Yeah, so then we get to Dexter at a payphone being like, yeah, I'm telling you, I saw Freebo again. He came over there. He was a pack of ghouls. I saw Freebo. He was over there. And there was a Freebo, and he was over there. (laughs) It's such a good accent. I fucking love Dexter acting. It's so good. Well, we get to the... End of the interrogation with fiance Fiona, and it turns out Quinn had a hunch from her from the beginning, mm. and Quinn didn't tell Deb because she only has one tool in her toolbox, and it's a hammer. 
She needs to get a better poker face. Yep. So true. I mean, that that is also something that we've been hearing about this whole season. The only thing that's keeping Deb from her detective shield is her. And 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 it's her tact and it's it's she's too much. I disagree. <gasps> I I don't think that that is what is keeping Deb away from her shield. Oh? I think that we'll get to the next scene with Yuki, but mm. basically Deb goes outside and Deb wrote the report on the crime that, is that true. happened and she gives all the credit to Quinn. And I think that that same being patient and doing it the right way, yeah. not saying that helping IA is bad, but in every uh, media I've uh, experienced, in, um, IA are the bad guys. Right. And the cops are the good guys. Yeah. And you don't help IA or else you're a snitch. And what do snitches get? They go in ditches. Well, with stitches. With stitches. Yeah. Um, because they're laughing so hard. That's right. Because we stabbed them. No. <laughs> Okay. They find that funny for some reason. Yeah, but no, I think that Deb is playing it by the book almost. And I think because of that, it is slowing her shield race down. But mm-hmm. I think that that's what will ultimately get her there. Mm. Interesting. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. We get to Miguel's office where Dex is like, yo, guess what? I got big mad news for you, bro. We should tell your bro yeah. what we know. And then we'll be knowing bros. Oh my together. god. We'll all about, be bros. We'll all be knowing bros about free bows. It'll be great. <laughs> okay? and, You're on fire. And yeah, Miguel calls Ramon and it's just like ring ring ring. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Just tell the bartender. <laughs> no, Ramon, listen. And then you get like, nah, fuck you, Miguel. Where's the bartender? And it yeah. <laughs> It was good. <laughs> so we cut to the bar that Ramon is at with Dex and Miguel arriving. And Ramon is not happy to no. see Dexter there. Continuously asking, why are you running your mouth to Dexter about family business? That's right. God, I wish my drama, yeah. my family, was enough <laughs> to be considered family business. Oh my God, right? Mine right now at best is family gossip. And even oh, then, sure. no one cares. No. Okay. So, I, I, but I want like... Don't run your mouth about family business. Right? Yeah. Oh my god, I love Forget it. It ma- makes you Yeah, it makes you sound like you're you're part of a gang, part of a mobster family. Don't yeah. talk about the business. Don't don't worry about family business, chopper. Hmm? <laughs> Come on, babe. Get out of here. So Ramon trips and thinks Dex hit him. So Dex leaves, and as Dex is leaving, he tells the guy, he's like, so this guy over there, that he touched that girl. He has, I think he saw, I saw a gun. He definitely has a bomb. Right? It's like, how many other things can you tell someone at a bar? Like, yeah. just things to upset them. That, that sports team, they lost, and, and, and it's because of that guy. That guy uh, paid off that other team to have them drop that sports ball. So <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Did you know that that bartender, he, he, he spit in that lady's drink? Also, that guy went out to your car and wrote fuck Miami in his own feces on your car. So you really should go check on him about something. Just see what's going on. So at the beach the next day, Dex comes to Miguel with a coffee offering. And Miguel's like, God, I love family. I love episodes of shows that are all about family. I love being all about family. And God, they're always there for you until they're not. Because I lost... Oscar to drugs long before the murder. 
I'm now losing Ramon, and this sucks. And he basically is like, I only have one person I can trust anymore. Yourself. I was thinking of you. Oh. oh. That actually is several conversations that I feel like we've had <laughs> at the beginning of our marriage. A lot of like, There's only one person I can trust. God. What? Ew, what? what? <laughs> who? Fuck. Who? What? What? <laughs> and I love Miguel being like, this is a burden. Like having this type of knowledge and responsibility. It's a burden. And you don't have to do it on your own. Okay? So we get a montage of Aster and Rita doing mommy-daughter stuff, which is yeah. sweet because they fix their, their shit. So Fiance nice. Fiona is arrested because she's fucking crazy. Yep. And Quinn is telling a hilarious joke to Ramos and Batista, and Deb is like, fuck this guy. But yeah. we get to Rita House for the last scene of the ep, where Dex is just standing there. How did he get in there? How did... How did he no without them knowing? Yeah, you're right. There's two doors and they're both right, right there. Okay, the only there was only one person who ever snuck in. Right. And his name was Paul, and he had flowers. And even Rita was like, "I heard the door." That's true. And Dexter, it doesn't feel like the type of thing where Dexter would try to sneak in. So I have questions. Yes, you just asked them, and you know what? The show wasn't going to answer it. Oh, he's a serial killer and he used to being quiet. Oh, there, there we I go. answered it for it. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you question me? But, um, yeah, he goes for it. He does the whole thing. My life has always felt like an unanswered question. Rita, mm. you, me, connected, like faux show. And the kids, you guys are great. You are what makes me real. And Dex um, also proposes to the kids, which is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. Oh, and both of them, like, Nodding. Yeah, nodding and telling telling Rita to say yes. And they're all going to get married, and they all hug, even Aster hugs. Yeah. But what I would like to focus on this moment is that nugget of an Easter egg that Dex mentioned how the lemon tree keeps dying. So yeah. there's a whole subplot to season two where maybe <laughs> the lemon tree is something like the Beauty and the Beast rose. <gasps> And that while Dexter wasn't with Rita, it kept dying. Oh, my goodness. It loses a lemon every time. Yeah, it's, it's a stinky lemon. It's not a good one. It's a dead lemon. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> every time Dexter was just getting further and further away from Rita. Yeah, bubbles and humps, that thing was E.T. Oh level of dead. <laughs> so there we go. Lemon, lemon tree watch. We're going to rewatch season two again and be like, that motherfucking tree was bloomed the whole season. The whole time. Ridiculous. No. <laughs> yeah. No, but, we had a great family episode. Oh I love all the Ramones stuff. Well, it was one of those that as soon as we saw the episode title, I'm like, ah, oh, it's the Ramon episode. Yeah. Because it's uh, the family one where family's family is important. And you like family? I love family. Do you want to see how much we love family? How about Dexter? Here it is. There it is. But he's getting married. He is getting married. And he gets Yay. kids now and a whole family. A whole thing. He's doing the whole thing. I'm excited. And Holy a baby. Shit. I keep forgetting about the baby because they're never on screen. <laughs> they, they wanted too much money. So they're like, we'll be in the finale, but we're not going to be here. Right. Okay, I'm kidding. There's no, <laughs> there's no baby in the finale. Yeah, no. That, that wasn't a spoiler. But it's later. <laughs> oh, no. my goodness. Dexter the family man. Pretty oh cool. Oh, my goodness. So... Woo! Yay! Dexter Family Man! 
thank you so much for listening and supporting us. If you guys would like to contact us, our email address is tilldeathdoeuswatch at gmail.com. You can also reach us on the socials and have a little chat with us. That'd be cool. But yeah, that's it. That's all we got for this time around. So we'll we'll see you on the flippity flip. Hoo-wah! Tell Carlos I said howdy. <laughs>